All right, guys, welcome to the American Yammer, another episode. <laughs> Coach Matt and myself holding it down for the community, for the people, for Lee. Yes, <laughs> keep going. It up. I'm cracking up. We, we did, we did <laughs> book reviews. We did. Oh, goodness. <laughs> book reviews. That's because you and I like to read. We are men that uh, read. Yeah, but I just started like 10 years ago. Well, you just had your 40, you just had your 40th birthday. So it was, you said, you know what? So, it's time to read a leather bound book. A leather bound book. <laughs> keep it, keep it on the First shelf. Uh, yeah. But so yeah, we did do that. Um, and we talked about other things. Yeah. We, we caught You're up fatherhood, job. being a dad, doing more, trying not to do it all. Balancing struggles of activities, putting the kids in. Yeah. Struggles. And then hopefully you guys from this episode get some good books, um, some ideas yeah, there. Man. Hall Pass, you have some really nice ones. You as well, sir. It was a great one. Um, I think they're. I think they'll get a lot out of it. We tried to keep this one a little short, but I don't know that it's going to be um, any any more shorter than no. <laughs> before I asked I for thirty minutes, and now we're like at an hour <laughs> and a half. So you got me again. I love it. All right. Well, let's uh, let them get right into it. So necessarily, but uh, I like getting the B sides. Yes. Yeah, so welcome, welcome to another episode of the American Yammer. Today we are talking about all what? things. <laughs> all things. Coach Matt here uh, is he's tired. He's tired from his uh, yeah. job. They got him taking naps five you're days not, a week. You're not. You're not tired. Of course, I'm tired. But we got two options. One, we fold. The other, we keep going. Which one are you gonna hey. take, Matthew? Hey, you know which one I'll pick. I'll pick the uh, fold. Nap uh, <laughs> <Yes>. time. Let's <laughs> hang it up. Let's hang it up. It's bedtime, boy. Listen, man. Um, my my up. kids been talking to your kids. They're like, yeah, I talked to blank, blank, blank. We're supposed to be going tomorrow. What? I think they'll be fine. We had we made them go to bed early. There you go. Same same for mine. So I said I said he said maybe. Oh. So we'll we'll head there. Hope they're there too. That's early, bud. That's so early. But I did it for two years that early, every Saturday. Um, yeah, I'm I'm going back and looking at a book review of a uh, of a book that I was going to mention. That's what I'm doing right now. Just one. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's go, man. Let's go. Let's uh, let's. I got it. I quicker got we it. do this, the hey. quicker I go to sleep. Hey, listen to me. Um, you can hear and uh, see me okay? I hear you. I see you. All right. So I told you Friday's, <laughs> Friday evenings pose um, a whole nother set of problems. Like the kids were like wound up, man. They were wound up. And there was no unwinding. <laughs> so <laughs> it was just... Um, a lot of stress. I was like, oh, like time, time, time. Now, now, now. <laughs> it I don't believe it. Mm. So of course we got him to bed, and then Nora and I had to talk about you know <laughs> uh, managing this better. Not the podcast, but the um, children, time, children, weekend schedules, things like that. You know, we we're like, oh, that was a rough one. Yeah. And last week was a little chaotic too. Like they were still uh, back there running around and stuff. So it's, it's like I said, it's its own set of issues. Friday mornings may 
work better. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. You guys do such a good job at catering to uh to me and all my Oh, let's do Friday nights. <laughs> well, you got you got four over there, so that's that's tough, man. You're in the trenches. Four kids. I can't. I, I could imagine. It, it sounds fun, it's but I know different. it's a lot of work. It is a lot of work, man. The um, because you know, if it were just the two olders, yeah, you know, like the ones that are your age, that's like they're they're easier to manage those two. Oh like, yeah, you know, they're, you they're can, independent. Like, have, they know what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah, you have conversations ones. with them about. Yeah, yeah, like why? Why are we doing it this way? Exactly. Um, what's the plan? And then the other two are like, "What?" Yeah, they're still catching <laughs> up. Yeah, they're not. They're they're building a lot of those skills. You're hoping, you know, they get a little they bit did, faster at. Well, yeah, on one hand, and then the other hand, you know, their little toddler tendencies are adorable. Oh yeah, have some more. Fleeting. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, listen, here's a joke. Um, <laughs> wait, you know how I asked you? I was like, what if what if they uh, tell a teacher? This is one of those, what if they tell a teacher moments? We should have like a segment called <laughs> Shit They Tell the Teachers. Because <laughs> I both feel terrible. Yeah. So last night, we were all goofing around at dinner, having a good time. And uh, I was like, hey, your Aunt Shay is coming on Saturday to hang out with you guys during the afternoon. And me and your mommy are going to go out and have lunch or whatever and get coffee and shop or something. And, uh, and I was like, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kiss your mommy and I'm going to hug her. And then things escalated. And I said, we might even have another baby. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you take it that far? I don't know. I was like, kiss and love and, and snuggle. And, and then you guys might have a, a brother or sister. I don't know why I said that. It just, it was funny. They were like, no, <laughs> they were like only just us. Just we, ain't we, got, we, we ain't got no room in this bed, dude. <laughs> they were protesting. And then I was like, oh no, they're going to go and tell uh, Miss Ferris, the third grade teacher there. It's like, there, she's going to be like, what are you guys doing this weekend? It's like, well, mommy and daddy are going to go make another baby on Saturday. <laughs> Get that parent teacher meeting. That'd be funny, no. man. Yeah, it just uh it was harmless. <laughs> That's good though. So you so you and yeah. uh you and Nora had a good old date. Uh yeah, we're we're planning on it. A little day date. Okay, that's good. Because uh, uh her aunt Shay likes to come down and have like one on one time with them and or like a long time. She'll do lunch and she'll do a bunch of other things. She's a, a new empty nester, so all her kids are off to college. Okay. She had three nice. boys. Yeah. Yeah. How so many? She's, uh, she had three boys as well. Okay. I thought of her five. And then, no, 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 three. And mm -hmm. then, uh, so they're all, they're all gone. So she comes down here as much as she can, which nice. is nice. Um, golly, man. What else happened this week? It was busy. I think I told you it was like the first and the, it was the end and the first of a month mm -hmm. in the sales world. So that gets bizarre. Yeah. Every four weeks. So we're paying attention to numbers. Uh, do you have that same uh, feeling at, at, at your place of work? Man, I've, I've been in the trenches <laughs> for like a month. So it's all feeling busy. How's your new hire turning out? Good, good. It's still training. So trenches there. Yeah. Um, maybe hiring yeah. somebody else. So back to the trenches. Again. I think sometimes I just it, need to like slow down. Is there a need for other people? Like what, what constitutes bringing someone else in? There's, there's always a need, you know, it's always people that need help. And I, I like, like a to, job or 
yeah, you know, there's always a need. Okay. There's always yeah. something to feel, something to do. I think yeah. I just got to work on myself with slowing down and taking yeah. a little break because I'm, I felt exhausted and I'm like, man, I'm tired. But it's like <laughs> next week it's going to be, you know, just as rough and it's like all yeah. self-induced. Yeah. Does your wife step in alone and say, hey. Oh yeah. She's tired stay- too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, anything else interesting happened this week? I know we're uh, gearing up for soccer season. Yeah, yeah. You and me are going to be coaching, so that's going to be exciting. Have Coach yeah, Matthew indeed. out there on the sideline taking our fusion. Uh, we're we're the Northwestern, taking our team to the uh, – hopefully we'll win one game. Uh, oh, we will. We'll win there we go. Game. Yeah. They're not getting a, 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 a no no uh, participation trophies. <laughs> no man, I I, I push up, I push them to focus on like kindness and really participating <sighs> with each other, being good little humans. If if they, if, if they get the W, they get the W. They're gonna have enough wins in life. Um, it's like why the hell? You, yeah, okay. But I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited to to share that space with you. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. I'm I'm. It's it's good that you're in this album head coach position so i can kind of shadow and and watch and i don't know what see how we do it really is this your second season yeah this one i did at the ymca in the past but i learned yeah. as i go i think i played up to like middle school in soccer so you're not getting no like uh ronaldo out there you're getting gym your teacher blood. you're getting gym teacher <laughs> it's in it's in your blood like it is in my wife's Somewhere like it's just there. soccer like it's this world sport yeah. It's massive everywhere else but here. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that should be fun. You know, so, I'm excited. I always get excited with just with the kids, you know, being able to see their dads. I think there's something yeah. really cool about that. And I'm assuming when they get older, maybe they'll be like, you know, my dad coach, they'll get involved yeah. with a community and volunteer. You know, you don't get paid anything, but the reward of helping your yeah. kid out and helping other kids out. That yeah, that's that's what I'm looking most forward to is is being that um uh sort of like an example. You know, because mm-hmm. it's, it's, um, it's not easy managing the time and like committing to something like that. You know what I mean? Oh, agreed. So, right. Got everything else and going I told on. Nora, I said, and so it begins, you know, like, cause we're going to have to juggle, um, coaching. And then we got Tark playing it on a different team on a different day. Yeah. Right. And then we've got, um, we put Jossum in soccer tots, you know, so he doesn't okay. feel so he doesn't feel left out and he has practice i think like wednesdays but earlier in the day i won't i won't ever be able to be part of that because it's so early it's like 1 30 or something mm-hmm. um but that'd be good for Nora too to get involved in in that aspect yeah and meet some other toddler moms so it's just a lot man soon we'll have that minivan full of like soccer balls and cleats and dirt and cheetos exactly <laughs> yep. going all sorts of directions I was like, what are we doing? So, yeah, it's like, here we go. Uh, it's going to be fun. Yeah. It's going to be fun. All, all good now, problems. Uh, yeah, certainly. Certainly. Yeah. Good problems to have. Um, is Nola, is she going to play? She's doing gymnastics. So she's doing a, a soccer skills camp right now. But as far as, like, jumping onto a team, I think yeah. we're going to hold off so that she's not running from one place run into the other yeah i think it'll be a just very hectic yeah i think once she finishes off the season and her gymnastics yeah. we'll, we'll let her give her that position to say do you want to pursue this one or the other one good 
What do you think she's going to do? Has she done gymnastics before? Oh, yeah. She's been doing that since she was, she was little. Um, yeah. She got super into soccer. Uh, she did soccer when she was like three and four. Somewhere around there, I coached her. And, but then she took a little break, went into gymnastics. Um, and then now got back into soccer. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Um, I, I really just let them have that space to say, which one do you want to do? But I try not to bombard right. them with too many. I'm like, you know, you're, you're going to school. You're getting off around two or three. You're you're tired, yeah. And you got homework time. So if I yeah. if I'm thinking two to three p.m. and they're going to bed about seven thirty, so three to seven is four and a half hours. And then if I drop you in a sport, you're probably getting you're probably putting another couple hours in the sport. So you probably got two hours of family time. So I really yeah. try to keep that in mind and look at all right. You know, we we got to pull as many hours as possible that family time because as they get older, school's going to get yeah. heavier. They're going to have leadership activities, and you know, before you know it, you may get one hour of family time if you're lucky. Mm. Some of the uh, the veteran dads listening are like, "Yep, you yep. guys are right at the the very beginning of all the chaos." Oh yeah, I had I had a, I had a veteran. I think it was a dad that told me that he's like, you know. You do what you want, you know, with with your kids. Here's my two cents. And then he was yeah. telling me how he fell into kids out of school, and then they're going from one sport to another, and it's fun and it's awesome. But at the end of the day, you know, you're doing a little bit of homework while waiting for practice, running mm-hmm. home, dropping some food in your mouth as quick as possible. Uh, and he's like, you know, looking back when I think about that he's like i think i would have done that differently where it it was one activity and then a little Mm -hmm. more space for like rest hanging out with the family Mm -hmm. you know things like that so don't like overdo it correct over certainly value probably i think we'll be in we'll be in pretty good shape if we keep the family time uh first and foremost correct which is um Hopefully we're able to manage. Yeah. Because, yeah, your kids go to bed early on the weekends too, don't they? Correct. Yeah, I try, I try, we try to keep that same routine. They may, they may get another extra hour, like 8.30, so 7.30 versus 8.30. Um, yeah. But, you know, I think I think it's that juggle of, like, you're raising kids in their, their bank accounts, right? And you're trying to invest as much as you can in them. You're trying to invest mm. by you spending one-on-one with, as a dad, mom, you know, whoever, yeah. spending time with them, putting them in sports, all these investments. And I think that can get like addictive, like this dopamine high. And before yeah. you know it, you're like, yeah, you know, my kids in school investment right after school, they're doing tutoring investment right after that. They got soccer investment right after that. They got some other training investment right after that. Right. So then it feels like so much and it's hard to be yeah. like, you know, is that good or yeah. is, or do we need to reevaluate that? And every, I think every yeah. parent has their own journey. So I can only speak on mine. Yeah, and no, mine's similar. Uh, you do want the best for them, and you want them to take advantage of opportunities that maybe we didn't have. Obviously, that's part that plays into the uh, want them engaged in as many activities as possible. Mm-hmm. You know, like live, 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 invest, invest, invest from our end. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then it's hard to um, like utilize the time that we have here at the house. Uh, during those downtimes to mm-hmm. make sure that it's not taken up with like TV screens or tablets. Yeah. Like I'm in a huge battle right now with TVs and tablets. Throw them like, away, I dude. 
I can't stand them. Like, we're about lower. to shut it. I'm about to shut it down. We um, cooked. Man, it escalated to, it down. It, it, <laughs> it escalated to such a level tonight. I was like, we, th- this is just bananas. <laughs> we got to, uh, so they got like 30 minute increments on their tablets, right? And after the end of the 30 minutes, and that's for only uh, one hour and a half of tablet time per 24 hours, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. So like we have to. So every 30 minutes it's over, they either have to come up and ask us if they can get an additional 30 mm-hmm. or wait until after they're finished with some other activity, whether it be like a puzzle, drawing, playing outside, yeah. doing something else. And then they come in and get that, that 30. That's a hard one to manage, man. That is like hard, that's because, you know, out and about, you see uh, other parents like maybe at a restaurant. That's always the the one that gets mm-hmm. me. I'm like, it's a classic. You know, who's gonna take their their kids to like Fridays and let them tablet play time. on their tablet the whole time? Like it's such a, um, it's easy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like here, calm down. Oh, Bam. I've been there. Yeah, you know what I mean. It just calm down. I mean, we'll take them to like airports and stuff like yeah. this when, like those feel, those feel like uh, justified reasons or whatever. But going out to eat at Applebee's. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know, I don't man. Know. I'm, I'm gonna push. A, I'm gonna push a little bit, and yeah. maybe it's just subjective because I've been in that situation where I'm sitting there with the kids, and it's after school. They've been sitting all day, and then I'm like, yeah. "Man, this is a bad idea. Why did I decide to immediately after school come to a restaurant and sit down with them?" Yeah, and I'm, and I'm thinking it. logically, and I'm like, they've been sitting all day, so they're wound up. Why would they want to sit again at this restaurant? So then they're restless. Yeah. And yeah. to support them with the restlessness, I'm like, here's a phone. Watch some Hey Arnold or something. Uh, um, right. And then I'm also thinking, probably got some parents around me going, what? The, well, you know, what? The, <laughs> why are these kids watching <laughs> Hey Arnold? They should be sitting down. They should be this, blah, yeah. blah, blah. So, you know, I think at the end of the day, every parent is trying to do the best that they can. You, you make the best out of the situation. You don't know the finite details of what's happening. I do agree with no, you, you on you don't. a level of like too much. Yeah. Right. Ha- have have yeah. balance where, you know, they're getting a couple hours of tablet time. Um, and, yeah. you know, not all day long. I, I noticed what's helped with me is with the same issue that you're sharing. I'll, I'll just throw myself in there. So instead of going, go draw. I may say, mm-hmm. let's go outside and jump on the trampoline. Let's go outside yeah. and click the get ball. Yeah. So yeah. I notice nine times out of 10, if I get involved, they drop everything. But if I say, Absolutely. go draw, you go play. I, yeah. get, I get a little pushback. Huge difference. Yeah. Huge difference. Like if there was an uh, an, an answer for that trick or whatever. That's like cool, it, Dad, it, right it's there, like trick. A, <laughs> it's like a pro tip. Yeah. It's like, dude, I mean, uh, I like knowing that if I told my kids, do you guys want to go outside and shoot arrows? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, let's go yeah. let's go play with the bow. They'll jump all over that. Yeah. That's from um, any day. And it's part of, the, part of the topic we're doing today, books that we've read. Um, mm. I'll just tie that in real quick. I, for, I think the book was called Raising Good Human Beings or uh, The Brainchild. It was, it, was, it was some book I read in there. I can't remember the exact title. But the author was yeah. mentioning... He has this example and he goes, you know, if you're having a hard time getting your kids to do certain tasks and the task he was talking about was he was asking the kids to go outside to pick up sticks, help with the yard work. And they're yeah. like, nah, I don't feel like doing that. 
Of course, who would want to go outside and pick up sticks? So then he goes, instead, include yourself in there. So I'm going to go outside and pick yeah. up sticks. I love if you come out there and help me get some sticks. And yeah. that did the trick. And if you think about it, what's happening is community, right? Connection. It's always a bit more fun when you get to go do something with somebody else. So that that, that book stuck with me. I can't remember the author nor the title. Um, <laughs> so that's not good. What? <laughs> <laughs> but well, I, I'm gonna make a note. I think it's like called a whole <laughs> brain child or raising a good human being. Um, okay, right? one one of those there, and and that was give it. me something to Google. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> Just you know, when you when you're trying to get your child to do something, at least for mine, I, I found that effective. If I throw myself okay. in there and say, "Hey, we got to get these rooms cleaned up," let's go in there and you know we're gonna tag team. Let's let's get your room cleaned up. They're like, let's Could it go. Be- could it be uh, raising good humans? Um, I'm about to tell you who the author is. Uh, a mindful guide to breaking the cycle of reactive parenting and raising kind, confident kids. That sounds that sounds like it could be it, but I'm not gonna. I can't be a hundred percent sure, Matthew. <laughs> I wish I could. Sh- <laughs> the book is uh, uh, white in color and it's got little uh, trees at the bottom. <laughs> You're trying to you're 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 trying to f- figure out if that's something uh, I would read. Is that it? Did you buy that? <laughs> Maybe it could be that one. Could be that one. I'm looking through uh, my uh, book list of the books that I've read in the last couple of years. Is Hunter the- Clark. <laughs> this could be it. Did okay, you do some uh, research before the episode? That wasn't on your list of uh, impactful books. No, that wasn't on my list. That one just came to mind just based on up. our conversation. Good, good. That might be it. Are you ready, you ready to like jump into book. the topic for today? Yeah, I think so, man. Um, I don't think we got anything coming up other than uh, uh, work's been crazy. Uh, kids are crazy. <laughs> All the normal things. Soccer starting. I'm going through the checklist. Uh, da, 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 da. Hey, we need to uh, let's take a let's let's encourage the listeners that we do have um, to share the episode with their uh, friends and family members and coworkers or whoever may benefit from an, a uh, podcast like this. Oh yeah, um, it's, it's a strong strong. You know what I mean? There, yeah. Anybody listening, we would appreciate your kindness and creating that ripple effect. Mm. Right, you and me, two dads. You got four kids. <clears throat> I've got two, and we're average Joes, if you will. All right, we have we have our yeah, careers, absolutely. and I think what's important is that we're coming together and saying, "Here's our humility." You know, here's where we're messing yeah. up at, but we're still trying to figure out how to be a good dad, trying to figure out how to be a good husband, trying to figure out how to be yeah. a good leader, and then we fall, we rise. I, th- I think it's a great space for people to come in and to connect but to also learn so if you're listening to the podcast and you're looking at today being a day you're doing an act of kindness let that be on sharing this podcast yeah it's real simple click <laughs> click, click click share is that your air conditioning me i'm hearing something yeah oh, that's me I, I put a dehumidifier here in the basement did you really yeah i think i can hear i was like is there a fan on i'm looking around yeah like, no, it's way over there but i guess the mic is picking it up that's right. I'm a sucker for sound. You are. You forget that <laughs> this is sucker. like a low quality podcast. Gra- this is no, an ESPN. Show. It could be. I'm in the basement. You're be. in your bedroom. 
So do you, <laughs> you get do you, the reality what? of it. <laughs> we could go. Hold on, let me finish this note. 20, 20 <laughs> minutes. Share episode. All right, buddy. Listen, um, but yeah, that, that would, I don't know. Hell, we're trying to figure this out. Even the podcast thing is hard, right? Like it's just not, it's just, it's like a, it's a hobby, but it's something I'm really passionate about. Like I enjoy this conversation and, um, and I just want other, others to enjoy it. Like if they're listening to it, right? Like, and so in doing that, we're, we're, uh, blessed to be part of a, um, a community where there's already, um, uh, like a good listening base. Mm-hmm. So there's, and we're open-minded to, um, criticisms, recommendations, all those things. Yeah. Like, like send them to us. Let us know what it is. Do it. What would be more entertaining? You know what I mean? Like what, yeah. what, uh, other topics would you like to, us to spend more time on? Like this is you guys who are, who are listening are like the very beginning stages of something that hopefully um, will be very impactful, not only for uh, Poppy and I or Juan and I, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. but could, could be impactful for, for a lot of other men. And that would be, uh, I know that's certainly my goal and I'm pretty sure that's yours. Yeah. So, Anyway, do, you guys do your part. Make this thing do what it does. Uh, do what's it. the topic? Ben Stiller style. <laughs> yeah, today's topic, Stiller right? In, impactful books. You know, books that have, have left a mark. Yeah. And do you want to take this off first? Do you want me to jump on it? Yeah, because I'll, I'll, I'll share a little bit about... Um, Hell yeah, share like, it. Like, it down like how I feel about it. All right, so um, I, I just turned 40. I, I just turned 40. Right. And I didn't really start to get engaged with like uh, literature or books up until I was like 30. Leather after my books. <laughs> <laughs> Original prints. <laughs> this is what I prefer. But um, throughout my 20s, maybe I read something. I read like vampire books and shit. Like Back was, of a cigarette pack. Yeah. Like I get, I, I get through a chapter, I have to go burn one. Now, let me read the let me read the label on this on this beer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Make sure the alcohol content's high enough. But um, but but I didn't read with any purpose other than to uh, entertain. So since uh, transitioning into adulthood, <laughs> reading when is you different. Hit 40. Continue. Yeah, yeah. Certainly, when I hit forty, I I tell you, I read a book when I was thirty nine, and then I read it again when I was. Uh, 40 and it hits different um but okay so there's a lot of people that don't read and they feel like it's because uh they don't retain the information they feel like it's like a waste of time and so at some point over the last 10 years i've been like well i'm just gonna read because i believe my subconscious is paying attention to it (laughs) (laughs) don't i love this hey a laugh is better than a yawn (laughs) That's true. You know, last episode, right? I was yawning. You can laugh. That's good. I'll right, take it. Continue. The subconscious um, is paying attention. Yeah. So maybe I'm not like 100% intrigued by whatever it is that I'm reading, <laughs> but I believe that I'm taking it in. So I'll leave it at that. And then I'll talk about the books that I've read that have made an impact. <laughs> How about that? Go ahead. Let me pull up my notes. Hold on. Um, Drum roll. I don't think it's any secret up uh, until this point um, that um, 
the power of now has been a pretty impactful book for me. Yeah. Um, nope. And, and it's good. And, you know, I went through like, I've, I was looking up some like summaries and stuff of it and, and I, and I could see where people were, um, like, I don't know, like the book is, it's great, but it's, it's a bunch of stuff mixed in, you know what I'm saying? Like where, mm -hmm. I don't know, it's a great book. Um, so that one, hold on a second, I'm looking for my notes. Still. Well, tell us at least what uh, you got from it. Uh, the power of now was, uh, just really embracing the present moment. Like there it's not, go. you know, like when it all boils down and the book is over, um, you don't spend a whole lot of time in the past, nor do you worry too much about the future. Like, and if you can tackle those two obstacles, hmm. um, things get different. Yep. And, and after reading the book, I mean, of course you could tell someone who hasn't read the book was like, Hey, don't spend too much time thinking about the past, nor worry too much about the future because what can you do? But the, uh, the reading the book has you at least paying attention. Like it, it has you paying attention to present moments, whether it be a conversation that you and I are having now, um, or it could be, um, you know, how I'm performing, um, in my profession, like yeah. it's all, or a conversation that you're having with a, with your wife yeah. or uh, the time that you're spending with your kids, like all those things, the book, what it did for me was like, just stop. Like, and there was a, a thing in there where it was like, just you, you stop and take a deep breath and then like f focus on like literally what's right in front of you um, because nothing else matters. <laughs> like like nothing else matters so that's what that book did for me and um i'll continue that's going to be one of those ones where it's in my rotation like yeah. it's not i just like read it one time and it's good one to go back uh, to absolutely and if i could do it um yearly would probably be a good yeah. uh a good way to go about it but you know me like when we you and i first met i was reading that book and i read that book for like eight months yeah <laughs> slow reader like i read like snail out there i read like little <laughs> little segments at a time you're like you still reading that book yeah i'm like yeah i'm just it just taking it all in nothing so wrong that was that. one that was one um that has been like the most recent uh yeah. impactful book um i've got others of course but what do you got Yes, it's a good one. Um, I, I was pulling up. I was trying to figure out the exact quote of if you are depressed, you are living in the past. If you're anxious, you're living in the future. If you mm -hmm. are at peace, you are living in the present. And that's by Lao, is it Zhu? T-Z-U. But, you know, I think it goes right into what you were reading. You know, the importance of yeah. just what's happening right now, what's in your control. Um, so, so yeah, great book. And... I, I, like, I like that one. I'm glad you've Took eight months to read it. So, <laughs> really? I'm glad you're, sub I'm glad you're subconscious it. read it. <laughs> exactly. Some nights I wasn't paying attention at all. You just read it. <laughs> <laughs> I just read. Like, I, I go am to reading sleep this while then... living in the future. <laughs> oh, yeah. A lot of times. And I'm like, ah, you know, like. <laughs> what does you say? <laughs> the subconscious reads the book. There we go. Even if you're not reading it. I go. believe that though. Yeah, I I, look, trust me. I'm laughing because I've done that. I'll read something and then I'm like, man, why am I thinking about that stuff while reading this? Uh, let's see. <laughs> you know what's what, what, what's um, what's interesting is I'll, I'll share mine. Mine is uh, 
or refresh your mind. Let me share a little story about me and reading. When I was a kid. What's it called? Oh, okay. Go ahead. Sorry. No, you're good. When I was a kid, I did not like to read. Like to the point yeah, that yeah. I had my first chapter book and my reaction to it was like I started crying. I was really? like, I'm not about to read this. And it was just like, it was something about like so many pages, no pictures. It was intimidating, right? Yeah. It was scary. Yeah. I was like, ah, run. I did, I did that till I was 30. There we go. And my, I, remember, I think my mom had, she just left me in the room. She was like, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta read that. Um, and then mm. at some point it was like later in adulthood, um, probably like later in my like graduate studies, I started to enjoy, like, I think I found purpose for reading. Mm-hmm. Like me being the one to pick out the books versus, you know, throughout school, you're always given books to read or textbooks to read. Um, Earlier on, like I would find little ones, but I never really got into into it. Um, yeah. So that's I, I, I found that interesting because now it's like the, it's like the opposite. You know, I'll if if my schedule is light, I'm reading a few books a month, like just thirsty really? for them. Yeah, just go. You know, if I, if I get a little downtime, I'm reading. If I'm exercising. It's Let- an audio book. Like just mixing it okay. in, whether it's I'm doing audio or old school leather bound book. Um, the one that comes to mind is uh, author Stephen Covey. And he's got this book it's called The Seven Habits of Highly, I think, Successful People or Effective People. Mm-hmm. And it's got, of course, these awesome habits that I think are important for us to employ into our life. And one of them is the end in mind. So it's really you focusing on, like, what are you working towards? What's one of those goals? Mm-hmm. And what does it look like when you get there? So you're able to go, once I achieve this one goal, here is what it looks like. And then you start mapping out an exact framework and how to get there. And then you bust your ass to stay in that pathway, not get steered away by all the shiny objects, but stay in that pathway. And then you're going to find yourself having that goal. So that one, I think I've read that thing like 10 times, just going back. And what was the name of it? I don't know. (laughs) What was the name of the book? It's uh, by Stephen Covey. uh, Okay, got it. S-T-E-P-H-E-N. Last name C N O V E Seven Habits of Highly Effective uh, People. I think it's just C O V E Y. That sounds better. <laughs> no need to complicate it. But yeah, that's in my um in my queue. I've read bits and pieces of it. Uh hadn't read the whole thing through. Incredible book though. Um let me ask you about your um when you start a book. And your way of reading them, uh, you said sometimes when, like, if you're working out, you listen to it, and then if you're not doing that, you're reading it. Um, are you like a morning reader, a night reader? What do you do? Uh, it, it just depends. Like, um, sometimes I'll read while exercising, so I may have an audiobook. Sometimes I read if mm-hmm. I'm uh, in between patients and I've got yeah. a nice little break, I'll pull something up and you know get some pages knocked out. Sometimes I'll read yeah. at night. I'm sitting in bed. My wife's reading. I'm reading. Uh, if yeah. we go on a vacation and we're at the beach, at the mountains, typically That's we bring a book with us. Um, yeah. So just, just different items. And then whenever I'm reading, I typically have the habit of stopping when I find something that I can apply. I try to keep mm-hmm. that in mind. Like as I'm reading, I look for application. And I do application mm-hmm. in two ways. I either apply it by literally doing it or I apply it by teaching. 
So like yeah. if I'm reading something, like I, I think I've just finished a book called The uh, Happiness Curve, I think what else it was called. Um, and it talks a lot about different research focused on building happiness in your life. So once okay. I get done with it, or once I'm reading it, I'll go up to my wife if she's there. And I'll say, let me tell you about this, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> right. Classic. So it's called the happiness advantage. Um, so then I, I right. teach her what I'm learning because that increases memory retention. Yep. And does she, uh, does she listen to She's you? She's like, shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like this. She hits uh, I've seen rock. this come up. The rock says yeah, it doesn't right? matter. <laughs> He's like, you're wasting your damn time. <laughs> I'll tell you what happiness is. <laughs> um, no, that seems like a great book. It's come up in my queue a couple of times to uh, like as a suggested read. So if you uh, recommend it, I'll read it. Did you finish it? Yeah. I think I asked you last week too. I was like, "Hey, what what type of topic do you want to you know dial in?" And you were like, "Happiness." It must have been influenced by uh, what you were reading. It was influenced by what is, I was reading, Matthew. Yeah, Coach Matthew. that's cool. Thank you, sir. So we'll 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 talk about this book uh, one day. Maybe we can. Is it good enough to where we could do like a thing on it? You know what I mean? Like, where do you rate this book? One out of ten. Which one? The habits. The happiness advantage. Yeah. No, the happiness oh, advantage. Yeah, yeah. I think that you could have, we could have an episode on many books. We could have. Shoot, we could mm-hmm. be up here talking about Harry Potter or The Last well, of I Us. Hadn't met, I hadn't. <laughs> we could or the band Tool. We could. I gotta find out if we can put music on here. All right, your go. Let's not get in a tangent. What's the book on Listen, there? I you wait till next time we're in a car for a long period of time. You gotta get me. <laughs> I'm gonna get you. I'm like, listen, I'm, I'm a get sucker, you, get man. You, get you, get you. I'm like, did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. I'm a. I'm a. I don't know, man. I'm different when it comes to that stuff, man. You're gonna either love it or hate it. Um. We'll see what's next on mine. Uh, da, 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 da. Unlock my phone. Hold on. Um, oh, yeah, this is a good one. Uh, when Breath Becomes Air. If you have your computer there, you can pull it up. Beautiful book. Probably one of the more, like, I've I've recommended it probably uh, more than anything I've ever read. Um, and what it's about is there's a uh, neurosurgeon. He gets diagnosed with lung cancer, stage four. Um, during like the height of his career. Um, and he, and he writes this memoir, I guess, or a, um, like a autobiography. I don't know if I'm saying it the right way, but he's writing it during that time. Um, and he passes away before the book is over. It is one of the most profound moving pieces of, um, uh, literature that I've ever read. It's just beautiful. And what this book does is uh, it's When Breath Becomes Air and it's by uh, the physician who wrote it. Um, <laughs> where is it? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking it up right here. I, I see it. Yeah, you guys look it up. And it's, he, he talks about living. You know what I mean? Because this this time that we have is so temporary. And it's and it's really um, life isn't as big of a deal as as we make it out to be. I mean, it's it's short in the big scheme of things, 
um, and then to take advantage of this little bit of time that we've got um, while we've got it. It's a beautiful book. Um, yeah, it's a memoir, uh, stage four. Uh, he's got, yeah, lung cancer. I can't, I don't want to mispronounce that word. Um, but no, just one of those like books where you, it, this one I read much quicker than eight months. <laughs> I probably read it in a couple weeks. Um, and I don't have, I don't have words to describe of how beautiful of a, of a book this was. I, I, I remember I recommended it to, uh, uh, our, our, our buddy Airball, who's a physician. And I was like, dude, have you read (laughs) when breath becomes air? He's like, no. I was like, you gotta read it. I don't know if he's read it yet or not, but this is one of those ones where I would, I need to buy like a couple copies and like pass it around. Mm. Like, it's just such a sweet book um so guys if you're listening yeah go go and look up or i'll put a link um in the show notes for all the books that we're discussing so you can click on uh when breath becomes air and uh check out the the summary because whatever it is that i say about it, it's not gonna uh do it any justice it's just a phenomenal book um and then you can tell at the end i mean it's he i don't it's no spoilers i think if you if you google it or you read anything you'll you'll find out that um that is not a survivor and he shares a story with us and uh, having to go from physician to uh, patient and that, that dichotomy, that difference. It's, I don't know. It's massive, man. So it's a great book. I'm going to read it again. It sounds, uh, I'm going to put it on my queue. It sounds good. I like, yeah. I like those uh, types. So thank yeah, you. It's a, yeah, it's a phenomenal book. And again, I'll put it in the show notes so you guys can click on it and look it up for yourselves. Uh, what do you got? What's next? Let's see. What do I... <laughs> You're like all Dr. Seuss series books <laughs> 6 through 12. <laughs> hey, let's, uh, Dr. Seuss seems like a nice transition from that one. <laughs> you got any... Uh, first book I ever read was probably uh, Indian in the Cupboard. Oh. <laughs> Second grade. Uh, you know, one of my, my childhood books that I read... And this is, this is after my crying moment when I found, like, <laughs> I didn't become an avid reader, but I would find right. little random books that I'm like, yeah, this one. Yeah. It was by Jack London, I think. And it was mm-hmm. like The Hatchet. Do you remember Do you remember those books? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's coming back to me. You said Jack London? Yeah. I'm going to look it up. As a as a child uh jack hadget the call of the wild the call of the wild there it is yeah so jack london yeah i should have i should have connected the dots and realized how much i like the outdoors so those those books i read when i was young and i mean i would just go like deep in them because i guess i guess life outside seems a lot better than life inside um you know just being in nature and yeah those, we didn't know it back know, then. Yeah, I didn't know it, but now it's like it makes sense. I'm not loving outside. Uh, maybe That's my past awesome. version that was here on Earth was an outdoorsman. Who knows? Oh, yeah. Chances are. <laughs> chances. <laughs> chances are. Just, just is very high. So let's see. Uh, without over focus, awesome. focusing on that joke. Let's see. <laughs> there's a book that I've read. It was recommended by my wife, and it's called um, "There's No Such Thing as Bad Weather." Mm. I think that's the name of the book. Why don't you Google that? I will. There's no. 
and this book is pretty, it's pretty wild and it's, it's neat, but it's by this mom. Um, and she talks about, I think it's coming to the U S and the whole basic premise is get your kids outside, like play mm-hmm. with them outside, let them go outside barefoot, let them enjoy the outdoors. And we started reading this book around the time that we, her and I with the kids committed to having more walks. Mm-hmm. Um, so the book really pushed us to get away from, oh, you know what's raining today? We can't go walking or it's too cold today. We can't go walking. So then mm-hmm. we just really hit it hard. You know, it, it's raining outside and the kids are like, hey, it's raining outside. Can we put on a rain jacket and go play? Yeah. And in the past, we, you know, especially me, we're like, no, it's raining, you know, not, not, not cool. And, mm-hmm. you know, go, go play. Uh, it's snowing, of course, right? Go for that. That's not a, a crazy one. Go play. It's cold. <laughs> go play. Um, yeah. And it, it, like, it, it helped a lot. It helped get us more comfortable with the climates. It helped us with having less indoor time. Like we'll shift maybe homework time outside, family activities outside. Mm. But it's, it's a good overall book for anyone that feels a, little, a bit stuck inside anyone with the family system to find that message of there's no such thing as bad weather get yourself outside there's vitamin d rich oxygen yeah i like it and it's it is there's no such thing as bad behavior well, <laughs> no, it's there's not no bad such behavior. thing as bad weather there we go as bad weather a scandinavian's mom's yes, secrets for raising healthy scandinavian yep. yeah Resilient and Confident Kids, uh, and that's by Linda uh, McGurk. Correct. So I'll put that on the show notes as well. Yeah, it seems like a great book. It's got great ratings. Uh, so that one's got you uh, tapping back into uh, the things that we're missing. You know what I'm saying? Poppy just went on a pee break. No, no, no. I know what you're saying. I had to send it back. <laughs> mm. All right, you're go. But yeah, this seems don't, like a good Don't one. overly focus on me. All right, I like it. I like that one. All right, next one. Mm. Look this one up if you haven't read it. Uh, in awe. A-W-E. In awe. A-W-E. This guy is incredible. This guy is incredible. John O'Leary. Let me tell you about his story. Oh, wait, in he awe, was, not all. Yeah, in awe. A-W-E. Uh, it's rediscover your childlike wonder and unleash inspiration, meaning, and joy uh, by John O'Leary. John O'Leary is a uh, uh, fire survivor as a child. He was like nine years old, out in the garage, playing with a gas can. Uh, he wanted to see how the flames looked when they danced. It was harmless. That's you know awesome. what I mean? Like he thought, yeah, he thought it was, a, you know, it's just a nine year old kid, you know, like, out in the garage fooling around, um, lit some, lit some gasoline on fire and it, and it blew the garage up. Uh, it, and I'm paraphrasing. I don't know the details, but I think he burnt like, uh, like a hundred percent of his body with oh. 80 some odd percent of them being, uh, third degree burns. And then he was in the hospital forever. Um, and then the book, basically the, the, the premise of in awe is how he would go out and do these public speaking events and that he, and and the difference between sharing his story uh, with elementary school kids opposed to adults. Is that it? Yeah. 
phenomenal book. Mm. <laughs> and and the difference, um, and I think probably what inspired him is that the um, kids, um, kids are like a prime example of uh, what I was talking about earlier is living in that now moment. Yeah. That very, they're, they're very, um, like whatever it is we're doing right now, let's do it at 110%. They're not worried about the shit that happened two weeks ago. They're not worried about things that are coming down the road, you know, six months from now. And at this book, uh, I, I'm pretty sure that that's what inspired him. I think within the first couple chapters, you'll see that he goes and he does these public speaking events to um, older uh kids and adults and then compared to like the way that he does uh, when he when he shares this story with the uh with the kids and how enthusiastic and um freaking awesome <laughs> Poppy just fell out of his chair <laughs> you silly did you see the text message I sent you yeah I just saw it thank you <laughs> jump with the kids you real have to quick. go Pete you had to go pee real quick. I got it. Uh, Did you pause anywho, it? Anywho, I finished up. Yeah, we can. We'll edit that part out. Okay. <laughs> and I'll come back. Um, but yeah, I finished up what I wanted to say about uh, in awe when <laughs> when I ran off. Yeah, I heard the kids. I was up like, there. "All right." You're like, "No, get the hell back in bed." Where's uh, Liz at? She shower. So she didn't hear the commotion. It's all good. That's all good. I took. I went out, checked on uh, Nora. She's like, "Are y'all done?" How are you? Well, we we got a lot of content. Yeah. You want to? Yeah, we do. Um, Cut it off. What do you got? What else? We could. No. Where's where's we need that? We need a closing point. Um, What have you got? Another book? How many books have you given me? Two. Yeah. Give me one more. All right. So I guess you can cut it from where we. Maybe when you fell off and then edit it to here yeah. when, when I jump back in. Yeah. Yep. At 5215. That's funny. All right. Now you're good. Maybe. All right. Hey, when's, when's, Al- when's Alex's birthday? Uh, April 21st. When's Nola's? February 13th. Oh, man, we missed it. Yeah. We, What'd we, y'all do? We went to the Great Wolf Lodge. Did you really? Mm-hmm. Because I was out with uh, COVID that week. Yeah, yeah. You, you, were, you were out. That's why I canceled our uh, stuff. So I wouldn't get sick. That's right. I was out and I didn't care about nothing else going on in the world. Nope. February 13th. Mine's the 15th. I know. That's awesome. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And Alex is in April? Yep, his is coming up. What are you guys doing for his birthday? Not sure yet. We'll have to figure something out. Maybe take him over to Walmart. That's easy in April, too. What? April 3rd. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's good to know. You're yeah, like, maybe. So, uh, maybe. I, I think it is. I think one of them is 328. The other one is 44. So it's the fourth. And that's Aziz. Four, four, 16 or something. What year was Alex born? Uh, <laughs> Help me out. 16, I think. 
That's what I think. That's what I think we're right. All right. So maybe we should do a combined party. They may like that. You know what I'm saying? That weekend in between the two? Yeah, that could be fun. I, and I think Aziz had mentioned something about the roller rink. Like what is uh, it? rollerblading? Or like, yeah, rollerblading, roller skating, whatever. Yeah. At the, at the skating rink. That could that be a fun, fun thing to do. All right. Well, we'll talk about it uh, off air. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it up tomorrow All right. What's your last book? Let's see. Last Absolutely. book to share is drum roll drum roll drum roll the power of habits by charles dug or dig d-u-h-i-g-g now i think that's a good book all around it has some research in it on developing habits i think from like a fundamental level the majority of us know as humans we're creatures of habits you know you wake up and you have a very similar routine that you do and then bam all of a sudden if you get off your routine you don't feel as good so mm-hmm. I think it's instrumental. Like for me, it's one that I've read several times. I'll go back into. Um, you're you're able to identify. Okay, I want. I don't know. I want to feel better. I want to feel stronger. So then you implement habits. Mm-hmm. And then what I like in those habits is you can have what are called compound habits. So this makes having routines much more effective and sometimes even easier. One of the lessons learned in it that I still use today, and it's just a silly example, but it saves a lot of time. You know, if you think about the time you go brush your teeth, you're in the restroom and you're brushing your teeth and you're doing one task and you look on the floor and there's probably dirty clothes there. And some people have a hamper in their bathroom where they put the dirty clothes in. Well, Mm -hmm. what if you decided to, while brushing your teeth, hunch down and grab some of those clothes and put them in the hamper? Well, now you've done two things. And if you Mm -hmm. do that every single day, it'll reduce the amount of tasks that you're doing because you're doing them in a compound way. So little things like that. Um, I I think now I have mine where if I get up, I wake up. First thing I'm doing is making sure that before I'm heading off to to work, the bed is made. And then you just, you're adding more and more. Um, The biggest lesson I've learned is not too many at once. So I pick one, I try to stick with it and then I add another. I love it. And that book you keep going back to. Let me uh, look at my notes. It's funny that you said that. Because in my list, I had put, it's a short book. And this is one of those ones you could read like, see how many pages it is. It's short, super short. Have you have you seen Make Your Bed? Little things that can change your life I've, and maybe the world? And the book? Yeah. I think I've heard of that one. Uh, William H. McRaven. Hmm. He's a uh, retired like general from the army. So oh, yeah, he yeah. gave this phenomenal speech at a college graduation. Yes, that like went viral. Yeah, yeah, that's that's him. There's one and thing he, he do in the yep, make your bed. Yeah, yeah, make your bed and start out with a win. Yeah. That whole thing, like, and so, <laughs> and, and that's like one of those books where I'm like, it kind of stuck with me, like just to. Um, not go too far into the day without having like some sort of successful moment yeah. and that we can all like get that quote unquote win. Like first thing, unless your wife's still in bed, I'd rather <laughs> wake her up. <laughs> I'll do that. Get up and make get bed. <laughs> it's time to make the bed. Yep. But lately, um, and I don't know if it's been this past week or the past few weeks or whatever, like Nora comes into the bedroom. She's like, Oh, you made the bed. I haven't always done it. 
You know what I'm saying? It's just one of those things that I'm I'm starting to like pay attention to. Yeah. It goes back to like when my subconscious was reading this book probably four years ago. It's just kicking in now. <laughs> kind, of, kind of coming back. Like a robot like you're making the bed and you're like, what is this? It's me, your subconscious. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. It's, it, it waited for its opportunity. It's like, now's a good time. So I make the bed and you start the day out with a win. <laughs> it's a fun, It's a great book. It's a great book, and that kind of goes along with the uh, the the power of habits that we were just talking about. Yeah, probably um, the the power of habit probably goes into more detail about how to like create those. If I had a guess, that and, and then studies about it. Yeah, like I had this one that's pretty baller, uh, and I think it's from the book, and it's uh, it's on exercise. You know, a lot of people struggle with really getting to the gym with 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 uh, practicing fitness in life because it's tough, especially in adulthood. You got your job family you're it, tired yeah so yeah. it's like the one thing that people always try to do yeah like, like and, it's, and it's a reality like it's tough it's yeah. it's not an easy thing um so i think it's good just to be honest about it versus like the bs of just do it um yeah so in yeah. there i think i think what the, i think what the study was it had the person go to the gym for one minute so it's like i want you to go to the yeah. gym and i want you to go for one minute 60 seconds get there you know, put your timer one minute. So then you're like, well, duh, that's easy. You go there and it's one minute and then that's it. Yeah. You're done. Go home. And the next day I want mm -hmm. you to do it again. And, yeah. you know, you're getting there and it's one minute. And then before you know it, the habit's developing, but also the person gets there and they go, well, you know, I'm already, I'm already here. Fuck. <laughs> I might as well do something. Yeah. So now the habit's influenced awesome. by your own like desire to do it. And I thought that was pretty it, awesome. Dude. We'll check it out, dude. And how are you reading most of your books? Do you do Kindle, Nook, or do you buy the the paperback? Nah, or? dude. I do like Professor Xavier from the X-Men. I just like one hand on my head like this and, <laughs> and I, the other no. hand touching the book and just absorbing it. I know. No, if it's stuff. really it's so far, if it's a really good book, I'll buy it. And I, I won't even like flip through it. But that's after I've read it on Kindle yeah. or Nook. Years ago. Um, so I'll Kindle's usually my go-to. Audible or uh, just Amazon? Uh, and is there anything you're reading now that you finished? Uh, what did you just finish? Let's see. Right uh, now, I just finished. Go to the title. The Happiness book, yeah. Yeah, I just ha finished The Happiness. Um, and I actually just finished, um, I, was, I, was, I was reading one right before that one called Signs. Okay, good. Was it good? Yeah, it it's, it's it's interesting. It's a spirituality book on like intuition, and I'm not necessarily like a guru on it or fully knowledgeable of it. Yeah, it it teaches you. So I, I went into it from a perspective of let me learn something I don't know a lot about, or let me practice mm -hmm. some humility and some ignorance. I don't know too much about this, um, so okay. there was a lot of learning. You know, there was a lot of Paying attention, paying attention to things, and what what I found really profound as a um, clinician myself, I've worked with a good amount of people that have lost people in their life. You know, fathers have lost mm. kids, um, individuals that have you know lost lost others, and mm. it's heavy, heavy stuff. And I've had, I think, every single one of them share with me different like signs. So like mm -hmm. this one that sticks out to me, I think I told you this one before, um, the individual would uh have these butterflies come to them 
And before the person who passed, the individual's um, child, that was that was their thing, all about butterflies. And mm-hmm. you know, I, I think I, I don't think anyone in the world can take that away from that person and say, no, that's that's not what you think it is, because you know, yeah. who am I to take that away from you? I don't know. So the right. book, I think the book did a did a good job where it seemed like it was purposeful. Like I needed to read it to learn more about the importance of like our own intuition, like trust in your gut. Um, yeah, there, there were some aspects on there on and you probably felt this before. Like you ever go into a space and you just don't feel good there. Oh yeah. Or you're around pe- certain people and, you, and you're like a bit more guarded. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you're around other people and you feel like really close. Like you could tell them whatever you want to say. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So there's something to be said about that. What was the name of that one? Uh, Signs by Laura Jackson. I like it. It's right down my alley. Let me look it up. All right, I like it. And yeah, the other one on the happiness. Happiness, what? Happiness. Let's see, I'm looking for it. Why are you looking for it? I had another question for you. Do you read, what is it? Happiness Advantage? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Do you read more than one at a time? Or do you try to put all your attention into one? Do you read like some like nonfiction? Sometimes. uh, Yeah, sometimes I'll read more one at a time. Not often. Yeah. I may do a book and podcast at the same time. But opposite. Yeah, I like, yeah, I like to watch, or I like to read, um, like one nonfiction for like entertainment purposes. Yeah. Like, so if I like lay down for bed or whatever, and I'm like, I just feel like going off onto this, whatever fantasy book it is. And then, and then most nights I'll read, uh, things like we've been, we've been talking about, but that's, it's interesting to see if I've, I've told that to people. I'm like, I read multiple books at a time. They're like, that's crazy. <laughs> that's great. I don't know how you do it, but it's just like, I don't see it as any different than like watching something on television, mm-hmm. like switching from like sports to whatever. Yeah. <laughs> People don't even change channels anymore, but uh, you know what I'm saying? Um, and I think that's all I got, bud. That was that question I wanted to ask you. I'm oh, going to check out signs. Uh, I mean, like it's, a, it's, a, it's a lot of good books. I'm sure there's more that we can pull up. But I know for me, the point of today's crazy. episode was like to share you know, what we're reading yeah. in our corners. Cause I think that shares a bit more about who you are and who I am. Yeah. Um, and then maybe to provide some uh, insights some information for those listening so that they can hop on those books. And if they've got, you know, if you're listening and you got books that you're reading, share it with the world. Yeah. You know, there's, there's a lot of books out there and many of, yeah. many, many of my, my favorite books I've learned from other people. Like I'm excited to read the yeah, one absolutely. about the surgeon. That one seems deep. Like it seems like my it's emotions are going to get man. really hit, and I'm excited for it. Such a but I wouldn't have book, known man. if I didn't have this conversation with you. That's right, and vice versa. Uh, I think I did want to say I'm I'm checking out this one, and then we'll I guess we'll wrap it up here. Um, and it's uh and I and I got it on Audible for a reason, and it is, gosh, sorry, bud, I got too many devices laying around. Uh, Never finished by David Goggins. And I know your wife is reading um, "Can't Hurt Me." Yeah, we yeah we both read "Can't reading. Hurt Me." We haven't got uh, we haven't gotten into the other one yet. 
So I, I highly suggest never finished on Audible because what it was is um, what he wasn't able to disclose in um, in his first book because people weren't comfortable or whatever. Like he dives a little bit deeper and never finished. And on Audible version, uh, he's got his narrator, the guy who yeah, the guy did a good job narrating up. all that. It's more like a story with both of them in it. It's so good. And then in the in between, and maybe they did this on. Um, his first book, but I, I can't remember. But on this one, he's got like little mini podcasts in between each chapter. Oh. Where they, him and the narrator. So David Goggins and the and the guy narrating the book kind of go back and forth. And they talk about that previous chapter. That's cool. So in between each chapter, I'm like, this is brilliant. This is next level. Yeah. This is the direction of um, audiobooks for us. And that's exciting. Um, I think he's... Uh, I'm sure others have done it, but he's he's certainly drawn more attention to that um, that avenue, you know, like yeah. that break. Like, yeah, that he's, got, he's got good yeah. wild it's energy. It's awesome. It is awesome, and I it's it's hard. And now I haven't. You've read the book. He's he's an anomaly, man. He's he's different. Yeah, you remind me of different. Thanks, man. <laughs> Start doing uh, some pull-up competitions. Well, you're hardcore. <laughs> He's, I am. Like, I mean, uh, two hundred and uh, running two hundred forty miles or whatever it is that he did during the uh, the ultra marathon that he does uh, every year. Uh, when I read that, I'm like, that's crazy. That's you could I, do that. Like, no one would ever. Do, I would. I would be like, yeah, I'm, I'd, I'd sign up for that. Yeah. I'd if run. you have, if you didn't have four kids, imagine how much time you have. You got to. Get me not enough time for that. Shoot. I don't think. <laughs> so I would take so much support, and the most support would have to come from my wife. Like if she's not on board, it's not happening. You, you get what I'm saying? No. Nope. Like it's like that's <laughs> a lot of time. <laughs> just kidding, a, lot, yeah. a lot of training. I was like, I'm going to run like 20 miles this morning. Duct tape those you know, toes. I'll be, at, I'll be back at 10 o'clock. I got no knees. PM. Keep going. 10 p.m. Mm. And to call out some F three guys, there's a um, um, three for one is about to run a fifty kilometer race up in the mountains. It's, it's a tough one, I and I volunteered. To, he's doing it in uh, May, so I've I've offered to uh, to um, pace him like a small leg of it if he wants me to. Like I would love it if he would be like, "Hey, yeah, I'd like for you to pace me the last eight. That'd be incredible." Um, but because I'd have to train for it, it's a lot of up and down. I think it's called the tabletop race. Get that bicycle. If, uh, if you're, I follow you on a bike, bro. <laughs> or a scooter. Or a scooter or something. <laughs> and then speaking of races, this is the second episode that I've mentioned to you. You need to do the Ragnar. I need you to fully commit. It's not just about <laughs> running. It's not about running in the woods as it is the fellowship that comes along with it. Let me, at least you want me. At least that's my impression. You yeah, want me to get on the team. Get my camping gear. Camp outside. Yeah, Wake up in the check, middle of the check. night. Good things. All good things. Go run. Well, yep. Eight miles. And then come back. Take a break. Yeah. Eight, Another six, four miles. Take a break. Another six miles. Take a break. Mm-hmm. I'll do. I can do that. In my and backyard. <laughs> Go out there to Al's Roots and do I that can, Exactly. I can do that tomorrow, bro. <laughs> but it's so much more than that. I imagine. At least stories I've heard from uh, events past. I'll think. I'll think about it. So right. I still got time. It's right? getting filled up. 
I think so. No one's filling up that last spot. I know it's like two more spots or whatever, but uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be fun. I'm looking forward to it, and I've got to really. Uh, so we're recording this on the third, like on the fifth. I gotta get serious. Things are about to change. <laughs> I'm gonna become a machine. I'm gonna run <laughs> and I'm gonna work out, and it's gonna be great. The machine's so, coming out. Rah, bah, let's end it right there, bud. Good episode. Hey, uh, I'll, I'll see you tomorrow uh, in the gloom. Yes, uh, six thirty, Cougar Town. 6.30. I don't know who's queuing. Uh, I don't know if my kids are going to come. I'm going to... We'll be up. They wake up at 6, uh, regardless. Bring so, one of them, at least. Oh, and let them know if, if they you... want to. They can come over tomorrow for a play date. Hey, that sounds good. I was going to say, um, soon, I'm going to start uh, the Sunday kids workout for um, F3. Do it. It's exciting. <laughs> don't like to sound like... You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to start it. Um, either It'll either be this Sunday, with if I can coordinate that with you or not, um, or next Sunday. Because okay. I know this the, this week the weather's going to be nice. Um, yeah. I don't know how next week's going to look, but it's going to happen uh, within the next week or two. Um, so we're going to do a Sunday morning, probably 7 o'clock, mm-hmm. um, 7 to 7.45. Have you uh, thought by chance doing Saturday? Um, I have, and I've mentioned it to some guys, um, and just separate may even be, yeah, that may even be a, a better choice. Like if um, we, if you do Cougar town, the same thing, but then just yeah. separate it, you know, kids go with one leg, adult goes the other leg. Yeah. And I've, uh, I brought it up to our, our Nantan, mm-hmm. uh, for the Greensboro region, uh, Akron and said that in years past, they'll do it, but they kind of like the kids group uh, juggles between Saturday workouts. So it might be Saturday at Cougar town um, tomorrow kids workout. And then the next Saturday be at a different location. Yeah. Kids workout. It's, it just seems to me a bit, well, it probably wouldn't be that hard. I mean, the first Saturday and we could dedicate the first Saturday at Cougar town with the, uh, with the site queue there, if he agrees to it, but we could do the first Saturday uh, of each month for the kids. Mm-hmm. And then the second Saturday at a different spot for the kids, the third Saturday, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So we could, we could juggle it, yeah, which could be fun. And as long as I can get cooperation from the, uh, the site cues for the four spots that we would need. Um, and if that's not an option, then we could just do our own thing. Yeah. Um, and we could do Saturdays. We could do every Saturday at Jesse Warden or whatever. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> so, I'm fine if you want to do that. But I thought mm. I thought just keeping it on a Saturday would be easy, especially if you already go to a place with another site queue. Yeah, it would be. Um, and then I'm I'm thinking about that aspect too of like leadership opportunity for the kids. Mm-hmm. You know, like um, you know, if one of our kids, yeah, that'd be great and for them. Be the, and they'd the probably be excited to come. I love it. You know what I'm saying? And then let them organize the workouts yep. with our assistants. Um, and then do that just kind of like their own thing yeah. every Saturday or every Sunday. So it's in the works. Um, I'll, I'll keep talking about it with some guys and figuring out what the what the best solution is. Um, it just seemed like Sunday mornings would be easiest. And some, I understand, can't make it because of other Sunday morning obligations. But if they don't have those, then Sunday morning's wide open. Okay. So, but I'll get with you on it. We can talk about it tomorrow. Right. But uh, I do plan on doing a Cougar Town 630. All right, I'll see you there.
That's good. Hey, did you listen to the outtakes from the last episode? No. Did you listen to the last five seconds? It's so good. All right, do that later. Okay. You notice I've been doing it, and it's sort of like this weird way. I'm going to see if people are, are listening or not. It's so funny. Don't be so embarrassing us. <laughs> you and I are professional people. 